are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi at the Ready at 20 service, London. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church UK, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Hewitt-Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful sermon.
home forever.
okay, okay. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you for this afternoon. Thank you for this beautiful opportunity we have to be in your presence. I pray, Heavenly Father, that your will be done amongst us, Lord. Thank you for the leading of your precious Holy Spirit, Lord. May we be blessed because we came to you. In Christ Jesus' name I pray and everybody shall say amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Turn your Bibles, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Meaning that working for the Lord is not a useless thing. Working for the Lord is not useless. Do you understand useless? Useless is vain. So it's saying that you should not stop working for God. You should continue working for God. Knowing that working for God is not a useless thing. Thing. I think that presupposes that there are some useless things that you can do. Yeah, there are some useless jobs you can have. There are some useless things you can find yourself engaging. How many of you have seen, even at this young age, this is a younger service, isn't it? You're supposed to be younger than... Uh-huh. No, no, no. You, you listen to my question first. So I'm asking, I'm asking... That how many of you have found out, even in this younger age, that there are some useless things? How I many of you have done useless? Um, you see, when I ask you a question, you have to lift up your hand. You don't answer with your head and be sitting there nodding. Yes. How many of you have already experienced some useless projects? Useless engagements? Got yourself involved in some useless things? Got some useless jobs? Yes. This kind of jobs that say, come, we won't pay you yet. I mean, just come and work. I mean, I don't know, but I don't know why you accept a job that says, come and spend your time and won't pay you. When you, when you need money. Yes. Or you don't need money. Yes. You must, you must be looking for money to apply for a job. Or you say, come and work. I mean, we'll not pay you yet. Just, just be coming. <laughs> Hmm. Then use those hours to work for the Lord because he said that work is not in vain. Yes. Do you do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Otherwise, look for a serious job and a real job that will put some some pounds into your account. Don't you like to see some pounds in your account? You like to see some pounds there? Yes. yes. The feeling is very good when you get paid, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. It's a good feeling. This week. This week money will be coming. Okay. Okay. This is the week. Oh, this is the first one for the year. No. It's usually very far from Christmas, isn't it? Because you spend a lot during Christmas. Okay. Yes. Anyway, back to our point. 
working for the Lord. So the scripture says that be steadfast. That is, try and stay on course. Try and stay on course. And then it says that be unmovable. Be unmovable. Don't allow anything to move you. Don't allow anything to shift you. Don't allow anything to take you out of the work of God. What are the things that can take you out of the work of God? Um, Heads. Offenses, isn't it? Have you been offended before? How many of you have been offended before? Yes. And I'm sure half of the time you offended yourself, but you thought it was somebody, isn't it? Yes. No problem. We know all, so that's why we don't don't talk plenty. I mean, yes. Yeah, you organize the offense for yourself, and then you you are angry with others. I think it's always nice to blame somebody else. I think so. It's one of the things I've noticed. It's always nice. It's like you feel better that it's not you. I think you feel sane that you didn't do it to yourself. But, but you, know, you know that you did it. Yes, it's, it's you. So, but no, no problem. Won't mind you. You can blame the church. Offenses, offenses from who? From your shepherds, isn't it? From your shepherds, from your friends. Who are the other people who offend you? That guy, that guy in your life, yes, that guy, yes, that guy, that guy whose, whose behavior is making you want to leave the church, when the church has not done anything, you didn't even invite the church to be involved in your dealings, yes, and then when it goes south, then you say that the church, you're going somewhere else, so the scripture is saying that be unmovable. I'm just trying to help you with some of the things that can move you. Things that can move you. Yes, another thing that can move you is your, your coursework, isn't it? Coursework can move you. Instead of waking up and preparing to study, sitting up to study, to understand what you're doing, you sleep. You won't study, you won't do it. Then when again it's not working, then again you say, the church. The church. The work, the work is too much. This church, this church has declared that it's a year of work. You know, so it's clashing with my work. But it's not, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not clashing with anything. It's not clashing with anything. You're supposed to be studying. You know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. You know what you're doing when you're supposed to be studying. Don't you know what you, you, you are doing? You know, isn't it? You know what you are entertaining. You know the people you are entertaining. You know. I always say, how can you study with your phone on on a group call? You are on the conference call. Five other people are there, and you say you are studying. It's a convention, isn't it? It's a convention. Yes. The master seed babies, they know my um, convention, so they say it's a convention. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I mean, imagine yourself sitting in the library. You say you're studying, and then five other people are standing around you. They're sitting around your desk and talking to you. This one talks, then you answer. This one talks, then that's what you do if just, just at this time it's on the phone but it's the same thing they are present with you even if it's one other person 
the person is present, talking to you, talking to you, but you will deny it and you will say that you are studying, but you are, I mean, you are not. Do you understand? You, you are not. In the, it explained, it, it even, it even I, I hope you are listening to me. As we are laughing, I hope you are listening to me. It, it explains, it explains your grade. What we have? I mean, I don't think I'll ever have the time to do the research for you. But otherwise, I would have, I, I'm, I'm sure, common sense alone tells me that I'm right. That your, your interactions in the course of studying affect your concentration and therefore affect what you're able to retain. And I'm sure it takes a good percentage of your marks. Oh, yes. I'm sure someone who could have got a 75% mark would end up getting about 65. And therefore, a 55% person ends up with like 45. And a 45% person is totally drowned. Yes. Just by the way you do things. Just by the way you do things. Just by the way you do things. So a, 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 a 2 2 person could easily be a 2 1 person. And a 2 1 person could easily be a first class person. And a, 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 a retake person, someone who is retaking and uh, retaking, could have easily just um, um, uh, uh, browsed through and gone by now. But it's just your lifestyle. You understand? So, so that's just a side advice. But when, when things are happening, you don't, you don't blame what you're supposed to blame. Then you blame the work of God. You blame the theme for the year. That's a year of work. Uh-huh. Yes, it's a year of work. But it's, it's, more of, it's more of a problem of a lack of concentration. Lack of concentration. A lack of concentration. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't actually, you don't actually study. You may, you may spend three hours, four hours, say you are studying, but you've only spent about five minutes reading a few things. And then you are, so you have not studied. There, there are people, of course, I don't know a lot of people, but there are people that when I hear of their results, personally, I'm not surprised. Oh, yes. Because I'm not surprised. Because there's always a reason why your results are the way they are. Yes. The room has become quiet. Yes. Hmm. I'm preaching. Yes. There's always a reason. There's a reason why you're, I mean, you are how you are. Yes. Because you don't do what you have to do. And then you blame it on something else. But the scripture is saying that be steadfast. Steadfast is stay on course. You understand? And then it says, be unmovable. Don't let the things that can move you, the possible things that can move you out of working for God, serving God, don't let it move you. Don't be moved. Be unmovable. This year, be unmovable when it gets to the work of the Lord. Be unmovable. Be unmovable. Then it says that, Always abounding. What, 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 what's the English meaning for the word abound? It will somebody help us and help us very fast. Very, very fast. You need to work on your speed in responding to requests. Abound. To be highly productive. Can you give us synonyms for abound? Hmm? 
that you know to be highly also always abound it means that always being highly productive when it gets to the work of god highly productive not not mediocre not average always always be in a state that you are highly productive when it gets to the things when it gets to the work of god be productive be productive to be productive is to is to multiply is to be fruitful is to keep churning out producing 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 highly that's why i was happy that the dancing stars could dance to five they're not giving us a synonym they change their name yeah i said change their name they change their mind i thought i asked for something for you to be highly productive So it's you no, know, it's you not know, this. The passage we've read is trying to explain to us how to work for God, and he's saying that number one, be steadfast. When it gets to working for God, be steadfast. That is, stay with what has been given you. Don't move to the left. Don't move to the right. Stay with it. When it gets to work for, stay. Always be seen. You know. You know. Be seen. Be known. As someone who works for God. Don't be the type that works for God today. Tomorrow you are not working for him. And then another time we see you. You are back working for him. And another time we see you. You are off. Then you are on. Don't be the off and on type of worker. Be steadfast. Stay. Stay. Stay the course. Don't be the on and off, 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 then off. And then secondly, it's saying that be unmovable. It means that there are things that can remove you. Or there are people who can be removed. Or people have been removed. So you be unmovable. Then thirdly, it says that for the work of God. Abound. Be highly productive because they've refused to give us another word for abounding. So be be very very productive. Be able be able be be efficient. Do well, excel. Always aim to be highly productive. Very very effective. Always producing. If it's singing, always ready to sing. If he's dancing, always ready to dance. If he's preaching, always ready to preach. I mean that you can be called and you will preach and you can preach. And you will preach well. And that if you are, if you are a basenta leader, productive, multiplying. That means that your basenta is growing and it's multiplying. Oh yes. And, and. It's like you started one basenta, but you can point to 15 other basentas that have come out of your whatever. Highly productive. Don't forget the word always. 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 You understand always. Always means all the time. All the time. And you know seasons and times change. Hmm. 
It's okay. I think we are high, happy with highly productive. It's okay. Don't worry. All the time, be highly productive. You understand? That's what he's saying. Always abounding. All the time, be very effective. All the time, be fruitful. All the time. All the time. Never. In other words, don't, don't accept a time where it's like, oh, okay, because of exams or because of this or because of Christmas or because of Easter, it's like things are really not working. People are not around. People are not coming for Basenta meeting. People are not coming for this. People are not coming for choir rehearsal. People are not coming for dancing stars. You know, because of exams. He says that when it gets the work of God all the time, you are highly productive all the time. All the time. So it's a, a student working for God, we can't even feel, we shouldn't be, even be able to tell that you're a student. You shouldn't even be able to tell because you are always abounding and you are on top of your course as well. Because if you are not on top of it, you, can, you will come and meet us here and we'll explain to you why. That it's not because of the work of God, but it's your other life that you have. You have a lot of course meets who don't go to church and who are not doing badly. So it can't be church. Church, is not, church or extracurricular activities don't affect your course. It doesn't affect it. It's you. It's you. You're the one who is always working at, um, what's that place called? Westfield. Mm-hmm. You're the one who is always working there. Walking up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And the only thing you buy is pretzels. <laughs> There's some nice pretzels as well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you've all tried it. <laughs> yeah. So suddenly you've gone to you've gone to Westfields. You are eating pretzels and a, and a red drink. Just walking up and down, moving up. You move this way. You move that way. Have you seen those? Young kids who walk in Westfields, they move from one end, they move to the other end, then they come back to the other end. And you can say they don't have money to buy anything, they don't have anything, they're just walking there. You've also seen them. Okay. Have you done that before as well? Okay. You've also done that before after school. What's the discussion about? I'm preaching. Always doing well when it gets the work of God. No breaks. Don't accept breaks. Don't tell yourself. Don't tell yourself that there are some breaks I have to take. 
And you take some breaks, you know, it's like things are not working, this is not working, this is like this, this is not going the way it has to be, I'm not so happy, uh, this has happened, I have, I have an exam uh, next week, I have an ex- exam the week before, I have this, uh, my beloved has run away, I was hoping to get this beloved, uh, somebody else has taken my beloved, this, you know, um, my shepherd shouted at me, my... My pastor, my pastor is not so happy with me. Um, Christmas, my beloved, he didn't wish me Merry Christmas. He wished me Happy New Year, but he didn't say Merry Christmas. So I can't study. Look. Look, come on. Come on. So anyway, I'm te- I was telling you, things are affecting you. It should not affect you anymore. Steadfast and movable all the time, highly productive all the time, all the time, all the time. First, so first that we go by the scripture, we don't allow levels to drop. The levels are we just go, this is what the scripture says always, always highly productive, always highly productive. School term. School break, holiday term, holiday break. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Why? Because we know, we know that working for God is not useless. It's not a useless thing. Hey, how God will bless us. How God will look after us. How God will care for us. How God will, will, will supply everything that we need. Everything. Everything we want. God will give it to us. God will give it. So we know that our work for the Lord is not a useless thing. It's not a useless thing. You know, like um, um, David said, or the psalmist said, he said, I've been young. Now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. I've never seen such a thing. Working for, working for God pays. It pays to work for God. Oh yes, it pays to work for God. It pays to serve God. Serving him really pays. Real Christianity, real Christianity is serving the Lord and working for him. Then they asked, they asked Jesus, what is the work of God? They said, the working for God is to believe. Believing is working for God. What do you believe in? What do you believe in? Because what you believe in is what you will do. So what are you doing with your life? How do you spend your life? How do you use your life? How do you spend your time? That is what you believe in. Oh, yes. What you believe in is what you do. So what have you been doing? What have you been doing? How do you, how do you live? What do you do? How, how do you spend your life? What, what do you, you see, what people believe in is what they do. When someone doesn't believe in something, you know, there, there's, no, there's no discussion. Your actions tell that you don't believe in anything. You don't, you don't believe in what you claim you to believe or what you want us to think that you believe in. You don't believe it. Oh, yes. So, um, in conclusion, in conclusion this, this, this evening, we are, we, we, are blessed, uh, we are blessed in this church to have a formula you know, our pastor, our father has blessed us with a formula for working for God. You know, so I'm going to take you through a couple of the, of the form. The formula says, shabby shepherding must go. Yes. yes. So, 
we have we have a series of campaigns we are not lost as to what to do because okay we have to work for two how, how do how do i work for god how do i work for god before somebody is Standing somewhere in a street corner saying that this is what God has called me to do. Need to, somebody's also doing something somewhere. This is what the Lord is telling me to do. No, no, no. We are, we are, not, we are not confused. We know what to do. Yes, we know, we know what to do. No, to, and what, what we do, what, what we have to do is, has, been, has been neatly written out for us that shabby shepherding must go. Do you understand shabby shepherding must go? So we have a series of campaigns that we use to guide us in what to do in growing the church and working in the church. So let's see uh, how many I can uh, comment on. Because I want to comment on a, a, a few or a couple. A few. <laughs> a couple, a few. Okay, so the first one, the first one, one of the leading essence that we have in the Shabby Shepherding Masco formula is that soul winning and mission consciousness campaign. Yes, soul winning and mission. So when, he says, when we talk about the work of God, we are talking about soul winning and mission consciousness. That's a campaign that we are aggressively pursuing. Soul winning a mission. Well, if, if we talk about church growth, what is church growth for us? Church growth for us means soul winning. Means more souls should be saved. When you look in the corner that you see, the space there means that more souls can be, can be won. You look to this corner as well, there, there's, there's a gap there. It means souls can be won. Souls can be, there are more souls to be won. More souls. More, more people on your campuses that can be won, that we can reach out to, and we must reach out to, and bring them, and carry them into the service. Yeah. Souls can be won, and souls must be won. And there are missions to venture and to enter. Missions. There, there are cities, countries. You know, 60% of the world is Asia. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I pray that God will put it in your heart that I'll be a missionary in Asia. I pray that God will put it in your heart that you will rise up and say, look, I will, be, I will be one of them. I'll be one of those that will plant the name of the Lord on that continent. In the country, on that 60% of the world that means that if there are 100 people on earth, 60 of them will be from Asia. 60 of them, not from Europe or America. Yeah, interestingly, only five will come from America. If there are 100 people in the world, only five will come from America, 13 will come from Europe, 60 will come from Asia, six zero. So if we are really serious about uh, uh, missions, it means, it means that our drive and our attention must be on Asia. That most of you must say that, look, I'd like to go on, on missions in Asia. Oh, yes. Why is the church quiet? So you see that we are soul winning 
and missions consciousness. That's what I said, I said in this church. I said this, you, you all hear when I was talking to BK about it, that there should, there should, be, no, there should be no group in this church that does not have an outreach event. There should be no group. No, every, every group, ministry, whatever you call it, must have not, not a quiet outreach event. A big outreach event. I mean a big, a big outreach event. And you must be concerned about it and burdened about it. All the way from, from instrumentalists, airport stars, film stars, uh, choir, to our, what's that? Ashes, ashes, greater love. Everybody, everybody. Greater love. They, they're, not, they're, not, they're not lecturers. Uh, which after church, they're coming to do counseling. Counseling. And then, and then that is it. From beginning of the year to the end, you will not win a soul. You are counseling souls that have been won. Is that your aim for heaven? Then you're not thinking about heaven. You're thinking about Sunday afternoon. Outreach. Everybody must have a major outreach event. I, if it means, you know, I want to hear of your outreach event and be scared for you. He said, look, I need to fast and pray for these people for what they are going to do. I need to fast and pray for them. Because I don't think they understand what they are about to do. I don't, I don't think they, are, they, they, are, they really understand what they are about to do. Oh, major. Do you understand major? The same as major. In case you have doubts. Yes. It's the same. Big outreach events. Big. And trust God that souls will be won. Trust God that souls will be won. I don't know what airport stars will do, but they have to do something. I mean, they have to. They've got to. Everybody has to do at least three major outreach events. Major. Matthew 18, verse 11. It says that, For the Son of Man is come to save that which was lost. This is why Jesus came. How can we deviate from it? How can, how can we move into other things? You see, even, even when I talk to, it's like, like the counselors and whatever, I talk to them that you have to win souls. Because he said, Sometimes before you realize, other people have given you jobs to do, which is not the main job. And you are satisfied with it and happy with it. And you have backslidden, but you don't realize that you are because you are always engaged. So you don't even realize that you have moved away from the main thing. You've started polishing coins. Oh, yes. Truth be told, both the people won't even do what you say. One of, one of the things you discover as you get experienced is that you become more quiet. Because people don't even do what you tell them to do. No, 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 no. You see telling somebody, go to the left. The next time, if you fall asleep and you wake up, you see a person walking far right. Far right. It's like, it's like what you said I should do. I will not do it. 
I don't even believe in what you are saying. That's why we must go so winning. Yes. That's must go so winning. Than killing yourself for people's problems that they don't want to be solved anyway. Because those who want their problems to be solved give themselves to the solving of the problem for it to be solved. They will follow things and say, okay, it is being solved. I'm being helped. Thank you very much. Listen, but those who don't want, they don't want. Isn't it funny? That you've made yourself a professional. A, pro, a professional of uh, uh, people who won't listen and won't do. The main thing, the son of man is come to save that which was lost. It must be our main thing. It must be our main thing. It must be our main dream and our vision that we will be, we will be like Jesus. How many of you like to be like Jesus? Oh yes. That we will be like Jesus. We will be like him. That we are our concern and our burden will be for the lost. Our concern and our burden and our prayers will constantly be for those who are lost. Just like Jesus did. That's why he came. <laughs> Sometimes I think, I think people don't believe it, but um, you see, as any, any serious, I don't know whether the, the serious is the word, but any pastor's any pastor's genuine care and concern must be for the salvation of the soul and nothing more. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Any genuine pastor, that will be, that, that will be your concern and the lines that you think on and you speak. Not, you see, prosperity has corrupted people. Oh, yes. And this, this money thing, this money thing, unless you don't believe in Jesus, it can take people to hell. Because it makes you compromise. It will, it will make you sacrifice your life, your soul, your calling, your everything, just, just to have a few pounds. How much, the pounds you've been chasing for a while, but now you should know. I know you're young, but you should know. By now. How much of it will you get? A real, a real missionary, a real pastor, his concern and his burden will be the soul of a person and nothing else. That you are saved. Are you that this person is saved? That this person will be saved? Because it's a long journey. It's a long journey. That by the time, you say, my prayer concern about you is that by the time you are 80 years old, which will be like 60 years from now, between 50 to 60 years from now, that you will still be believing. That you will still be in church. You will still be Christians. You will still be believers. That's my concern about you. I've not, thought, I've not thought about 80. How many houses do you have? I've not thought about 80. How many grandchildren do you have? It's not, it's, it's not, it's not a burden for me. How many houses do you have? How many grandchildren do you have? How many cars uh, do you own? Uh, I mean... Come on. I wish. I wish that by the time you are 80, you're still in church. You still, you still speak in, in tongues with your shrill voice. 
on this road and there are battles on this road. There are battles on the road. Battles. And the world is getting darker and darker. Oh yeah. I wish I wish I could say I mean, I wish I could say oh yeah things are getting better. I mean the church is full so things are getting darker and more difficult. More difficult more even more difficult to preach. More difficult to preach, more difficult to share the gospel. So, in whilst whilst the door is open, you have to do what you have to do before the door closes, because the door will close. Because the door has to close for some things to happen, for prophecy to be fulfilled. Yeah. So, the door will close. Just yeah. so by the time it closes, you must be secure, and have taken. As much, as many souls as you can into the door with you before it closes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Sorry to say that I'm I'm not thinking about your wedding day and your and your grandchildren, but but I am not. I can't I can't lie. Stand here. But I've been imagining. I've been imagining when um, what's your name? Francis, Francis and his wife, his wedding day, and then his child and his grandchild. Look, if I tell you I've ever pictured it before, I'm lying. Francis, his wedding day, and then his child, then his grandchildren, and then they're all driving um, a Mercedes, going on holiday, go on holiday to um, Slovakia. I mean, I mean at all. I mean at all. At all. And I'm not saying they shouldn't. They should. They should. They should drive. They should drive to Germany. They should cover the length and breadth of Germany. See all the places. They should, all, they should do all those things. But he should come back anointed. <laughs> if, have I thought about, will he become anointed? That all these pastors, all these people, will they become anointed? I have thought about it before. But will they be anointed? Will they be, will they be real men of God and women of God? That I have thought about it before. When you think of me, don't you think of me as a man of God? Uh-huh. So I also, I also think of you that way, that will you become, will you become, will you become? Will you also will you also be will you also be men men with churches ministry that we can see that you have a ministry? Oh yes, I've, that I have thought of before. That I have thought of before. That where are you going with this? That I have thought of, but I have not thought of your children and grandchildren. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't gone that far. I don't know whether it's further than where I have gone or I am ahead. <laughs> But I thought that would, would Lady Pastor Tringai be an anointed woman serving God? Growing up, I mean, going gray, and she's a woman of God, loyal, faithful. That I have thought about. That it, it has occurred to me before. That. Will, she, will she be there? That will something be a preacher? 
20 years from now, 30 years of that I have thought of. Oh, yes. I've thought of it. What country will he be in? Where will he be preaching? Where will he be pastoring? Of all the things he's learning, he's seeing, where will he be? Where, where would something be? Where would something church be? So I, I, can, I can pass by on holiday as an older man. Yeah. That I've thought of. Where will he be? Which part of the world will he be in? Ah, soul winning and mission consciousness is what has to be on our mind. Genuinely, 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 that's what has to be on our mind. Genuinely, genuinely and sincere, that's what has to be on our mind. That's what, that's what has to keep us steadfast, unmovable. Do highly productive all the time. All the time highly productive. Yes, all the time highly productive. That has to be on our mind. So, in case you think, I don't know what you thought of this church. I'm telling you that this, this, this is the church. Yes. Hey. So, we're in a mission consciousness. Yes. I'm reading, I'm reading, uh, let me read, uh, should I read a, 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 a paragraph, paragraph or two here? It says that, start preaching and start listening to soul winning messages. And start reading about the importance of soul winning. What you put in is what will come out. Mm. Start reading, start reading about the heroes of soul winning. When you are selecting a book to read, read about heroes of soul winning. There's a popular book, Martyrs, uh, Foxes, Martyrs of what? Ah, Foxes uh, um, Book of Martyrs, yes. There's a church in Africa called Martyrs of Uganda. It's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Catholic church. A lot of Catholic, I don't know, in Africa, they name of Martyrs of Uganda. So I almost said Fox's Matters of Uganda. <laughs> no, but it's Fox's Book of Matters. No, you should all have that book and read it. Yes. If you have not read that book, read it. And if you read it once, it's not enough. Read it again. You've not understood what is in it. You've not, you've not, see, you've not seen what is in it. You will see what is in it after this message. So go and get it now and read it. Fox's Book of Matters. Yes. Yes, I'm sure someone will put it up for us and even show us the cover that we can see the author and every, everything. Yes. They'll do it for us. Yes. So start reading about the heroes of soul winning. The great evangelist. Are you listening to me? I'm reading to you. The great evangelists and soul winners like William Booth must be people you admire. William Booth. Not uh, Celine Dion. William Booth. These are, these are the names that must be on your lips. You see, the week, I think the week that um, this man died, what's his name? You know who? Um, the Fast and Furious guy. Paul, did he die? He died. That week, another person died that I know. 
He was his name his name his name his name is uh, Paul Crouch. So Paul Walker died and Paul Crouch. So I came to church and I met someone. The person said, "Oh Bishop, do you know that uh, Paul Walker has died?" And I said, "Who is that?" Then I also said, "Do you know that Paul Crouch has died?" He also said, "Who?" who? I mean, it's like it's lost. So I said, "I said it looks as though we're in the same church, but we're in two worlds." Yes, but we're in two worlds. Both are painful losses. Well, they have family. Everybody has family. They have families. They're painful. It's not, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not saying that it's okay for somebody to die. But what I'm saying is that the, the world, the world, which world are you in? Because it affects what you think and what you believe in and what affects you. Have you seen the Fox's book of uh, Martyrs? Yes. You should. You should. You should buy this book. And please read it. Please read it. Please read it. And I, I know the older, my older um, 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 brothers and sisters, I know you have uh, the old version that was uh, printed in 1993 and you haven't read it. This is an updated, updated version. To buy this one and read it. Okay, my old brothers and sisters, I know you bought it when we all bought it. Buy another one and read it this time. Instead of telling your congregation about the achievements of Bill Gates and Steve Jobs, tell them about the achievements of, are you listening? Are you listening? The achievements of William Booth, Ranhard Bonke, and Billy Graham. Such people must be more popular in your church than Nelson Mandela, Winston Churchill, Lee Kuan Yew, and George Bush. Yes. If you want to show off of your not, of knowledge, show off, show off about what you know about William Booth, Adoniram J- Jackson, uh, uh, William Carey. I mean, show off about these people, John Hoos. I mean, these are the people you should be talking about. Then we know that, ah, you're a serious Christian. You're a serious Christian. That's when I see you easily, easily tithering between a believer and an unbeliever. It's actually scary. It's actually scary to watch you. To watch you standing on, standing on the border. Standing on the self-defined zone as a gray area. And saying, I'm okay. Why don't you go deeper into God? Why don't you go deeper into the things of God? Why are you at, the, why are you at a controversial spot? What type of person are you? I mean, what type of Christian are you? Some of the things you see Christians do now that you don't, you don't even know whether you should comment. It's neither, it's neither good nor bad. You can't even comment. Can you picture William Booth doing it? Or the wife of William Booth doing it? Or the daughter of William Booth doing it? <sighs> Your actions spark controversies. And then we can't even talk because it's like, ah, it's true. What verse is there? We don't know. But you see, the, the, the ancient words haven't changed. We are changing and stretching, stretching the imagination and the interpretation of the verses. Say, can you imagine some of the things some of you do now? Can you imagine the daughter or son of Adoniram Justin? 
so deep into soul winning. No time for worldly things. Tell your church about great missionaries like Adoniram Jackson and William Carey. Instead of giving them quotations from Encyclopedia Britannica, Forbes magazine, and the Financial Times, give them quotations from these Christian heroes. William Carey is the one who said, expect great things. What's the other one? Attempt great things. I almost said abound great things. Attempt. I think abound is in my head today. Yes. Expect great things. Attempt great things for the Lord. Yes, that's with them carry. They say have, have wider visions and dare bolder programs. That's William Carey again. That's William Carey. So sometimes you hear the songs, but you don't even know where the words were captured from. Yeah. That's William Carey. Attempt great things. Dare bolder programs. It's William Carey. These are his words. I could be standing here quoting other people. It gives you another vision. It gives you another desire. It stirs up another interest in you. But when we hear the songs, that these are songs that you listen to. They're bolder programs. You don't even know the spirit of the words. But the spirit of the words is from a missionary. A diehard missionary. He made those comments and made those words. It's powerful. Yeah. Other things we've listened to and other things we've got. It's, what is, it's what's making us what we are. Wishy washy, diluted. I mean, diluted, diluted Christianity. I mean, Christianity that you go, because of the word of God that you have in you, too, you can't comment. Well, you can see that the, the thing is calling for a comment. But you can't say anything. Because when people are looking for money, they can do things. Eh? Oh, yes, they can do things. When people are looking for money. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's why God should spare us from poverty. I'm telling you, you should not be poor. You should not be poor. You should not be born into a poor home. Oh, yes. You should, you should, not, you should not. You should be delivered from difficulty because you can, you can actually become an unbeliever in pursuit of money. Oh yes, in the pursuit of it, you can you, you, you don't even, you don't even you can't even see what you have become because of money and because of how much. Ooh. I mean, I don't know. You know, there's a, there's a difference between the missionaries that move from Europe and America to Asia and Africa. Even those who move from Africa into Europe, they are different. They are, they are different. Let's not, let's not pretend and say it's not. there's a difference. One group, one group went for greener pastures. Another group went diehard Christian. That's what it's been how many years? Over 200 years now. No, not 200. I mean, it's been centuries now. The Christianity they went for is still there. And you see the other group. So you see, after 10 years, the ministry doesn't even exist. Why? Because he's bought a house. <laughs> That's his testimony. He's bought a house. He's bought a car. 
He can't even stand boldly and preach the gospel. Whilst, whilst he's there, the people he came to convert are converting him. Oh, yes. Yes. He, the, their standards are becoming his standard. They are different. They are, they are different. When I read about these people who went with the gospel, they are different. They are different from those, those who have come. Most of those who have come can't even touch, can't even touch the natives of the country that they are in. They are rather fighting and finding a way to become like them. And to embrace all their standards and all their corrupt moral lives. Church, I don't know whether we should go home. But, yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. So you, you, you have to be able to tell yourself the truth and see so, so that you can stay on course. So that you can stay because it's a real spiritual battle. It's a real spiritual battle. An immigrant saying he's a priest. And those who sat on boats say so we are going. We are going. We are going to see what is on the other side. There are souls there. They are different. It's been centuries now. Their churches are there. The effect, the effect of Christianity is still where they went. And you see the other group. Whilst they are alive, whilst they are alive in their 40s and their 50s. Everything is fizzling. And you go, why? Oh, he's bought a house. <laughs> his, dream, his dream was to buy a house. His dream was to be able to buy trainers. And get a British passport. Yes. So you, see, you, see the, you see the power waning. Waning. I still you don't understand the purpose for which they, they arrive or they are doing what they are doing. You see the power waning. Because he, he's paid off his house. So he's teaching others how to pay, pay off houses. I thought I could do three campaigns, but. You know, there the are a series of books that I also want to recommend to you God's Generals by Robert Stanley. Yes. yes. I'm sure they'll show us all the volumes. Yes. They will. Do you believe they will? Yes. They will. They'll show us all. They're about six. They'll show us all six. They will not even leave one out. Galatians chapter 1, verse 6 says that. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. So, so you, you, see, you, see, you see how the gospel can easily be changed into another kind of message. When you, when you hear saying, well, some of the things I'm saying, this, I'm saying, like, the whole room goes quiet. It's as, if, it's as if something foreign is being said. It's like we're in a climate of, it's like gospel of happiness, gospel of the marketplace, gospel of, gospel of financial breakthrough. It's like I've been poor all my life. I'm not going to be poor again. You're better off with some lowly meek girl who believes. 
You know, the Bible calls faith, precious faith. It's very valuable. Precious faith. But talk someone who has faith. Who has faith. That's, 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 that's someone who has a desire that I'll never be poor like my grandfather. I'll never be poor like my father. Anyway, one more campaign, then we close. Do I have time? Yes. I have a little bit of time. So I'm going to race through this one. So we've done so winning and um, missions, mission consciousness. It's a campaign in this church, in case you don't know. It's a campaign. It's a serious campaign here. Okay. Let me attempt this one. Swollen Sunday campaign. Yes. We have another campaign called Swollen Sunday. Yes. Which, is, which is a seasonal outreach. Yes, that involves the entire congregation. So it's different from when I said that this ministry, this ministry, this ministry, you must have uh, outreaches. This one, it involves the and everybody. When you hear Swollen Sunday, it usually comes with a theme. Like, come home, come, John 3, 16. Yes, when you hear such a thing, it's an, it's an outreach. It's an outreach event for the entire entire congregation that everybody should be involved everybody should bring a soul on that day imagine if we, we said that next week is soul in sunday it means it means there must be if you understand my message it means that there must be twice this number because everybody is coming with a soul everybody is coming with somebody so that you will see and not not somebody who goes to another church someone who doesn't go to church so there will be a harvest of souls a harvest of souls. And we do it seasonally. Every now and then we go through it. A swollen Sunday. We go through it. We go th- Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Are you listening to my question? Are you ready for my question? Let me ask you a question. How many of you have realized that it's difficult to lose weight? To lose weight is difficult. Some of you have never had to lose weight before. Hey, well done. And uh, how many of you have realized that it's easy to put on weight? Ah, before I realize the weight has come. And then when you say you are losing it, that's, how many of you have, there's some, there's some weight that is stubborn. You don't know whether you should pray about it. You should bind it. You should take communion over it. You do everything, it's not going. Have you met, have you met someone I mean, um, <laughs> someone who has something to lose, you know. Yes, as I'd like, I mean, like, has some flesh to lose. Yes, I mean, can share, can share some flesh, or or not lose some flesh to spare. Uh huh. Yes. And then the person, te- the person says. The person says, I don't really eat. Oh. I just drink, I've just been drinking water. How many of you have met somebody like that? They have flesh to spare. And they say they don't eat. You assuming, assuming what they are saying is true. Usually it's not true. But assuming it's true. 
Assuming it's true. It explains what I'm telling you. That it's very easy to gain. But when it gets to loosen it. So you see, one of the advantages of Soling Sunday is that the church puts on weight. Even if we lose some, we won't lose all. Yes. That's the wisdom. That's the wisdom. Yes. Yes. Even when an elephant loses weight, it's bigger than a goat. Yes. Yes. I mean, an elephant that has got diarrhea and is losing weight is bigger than a dog. It's bigger than the biggest dog. Yes. So, Swollen Sunday helps us to put on weight. We, we, we can't lose all the weight like that. Yes, you retain some. 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 Most mothers don't lose all the weight that they have put on. Most of them. I'm sure about 99% of them. There's, there's small somewhere that when they're having their shower, they see and say, hey, this one, this one they didn't go. They're able to deceive the public with dressing and things, you know. You can dress in a way and look like, ah, I've overcome. But there's a... <laughs> to those who have eyes, there's a certain bulge that doesn't go. I don't want to point out where it is because you, don't, you shouldn't see. You see, that, you see that that one hasn't gone. It's telling you that Baby has passed through. Baby, pass through. <laughs> it has been there. That's him cool. It means that the person has swollen Sunday. Swollen <laughs> Sunday. Everything went except that one. You see that is there. Hmm. What are you people thinking about? The thing about my windows. Oh yes, it doesn't go. Everything, everything doesn't go. It swells up because it swells. It's too much stretches. Stretches. Even the skin changes. It has all kinds of marks on it. Just that like when they are wearing nice clothes, you 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 don't know what is behind the scenes. Have you been behind the scenes before? Oh yeah. You don't know. They don't want me to tell you, so let, let's, let's be move on. They don't even know what. They are wondering, why, why is he saying this? Why, why can't he use another example? Why, not, why is he not using, why is he not using like a, a dog that's giving birth as a, as a window? No, I can't, use, I can't use a dog. It's getting warm. Yes. yes. It's even hot for the preacher. <laughs> Even the preacher is really hot now. Yes. Yes. So the seasons of Swollen Sunday. Are you understanding the wisdom and the blessedness? The blessedness of Swollen Sunday. Why you must be involved. As we, we're saying the word always. All the time. Highly productive. So when you hear announcement. Swollen Sunday. is for you. Not just pastors or shepherds. It's you. 
it's you. It's you. You must pray. It's you. It's every one of us. So, so you see, we, we have to enjoy the cycles of growth. Cycles. Cycles of growth. And we're having a swollen service. It grows. You see, you see, it never comes back to the original. It never comes back to it. At all. Never comes back to it. Genesis 8. Genesis 8. Verse 22. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. So these are the cycles. The different cycles. That we experience. So that, that's why we have those cycles and seasons. It's not, it's not like every day the church is growing in some fantastic way. I mean, with God, all things are possible. That you see that, that that has not been our experience. The growth has been gradual. It's really gradual. Then we go, boom, swollen Sunday. And then we get a push. Then it's like, it's staggered again. Slowly. Then we go for another, another swollen. Then boom. We cross a certain number like that. That's 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 life. That's life. That's life. You didn't grow your beard overnight. Neither did you develop your hips overnight. Before you realize, you are changing, and you became conscious of yourself. That now I've got hips. I didn't have it before, but now. Slowly, slowly, slowly. It comes gradually. Which doesn't come overnight. I mean, did it come overnight? It doesn't come overnight. It came, it came slowly. Isn't it? Slowly. You try to blame it on the sweets, but it's not, it's not the sweets. I think that I'll end on this note. On this, we have we are blessed with two campaigns, isn't it? Swollen Sunday, and then soul winning, and missions consciousness. Are you going to read all the books I've pointed out to you? Are you going to read them? And I don't want you to read them once. I need you to read them many times over, many times over, many times over. Don't read it once. I have read it. No, you need to read it many times over for some things to stick with you and stay with you so you can become real, genuine Christians and believers. Read it many times over. Many, many times over. God bless you. Stand to your feet. If you're around and I'm around, next week we'll, we can look for another two campaigns as well. Yes. So we know how to work for the Lord. When, when we read 1 Corinthians 15, 58, you know what we are talking about. That this, this is the thing that we must be steadfast and movable all the time, highly productive in it. All the time. All the time. No switching off. 
sickness. All the time. When choir is the one that we see every time in the front. All the time choir has to be growing. And then dancing stars. All the time dancing stars have to be growing. All the time. All the time. When film stars come up, they must, they must have gone a notch up in their production. We have to feel the spirituality, feel the anointing, feel the message to show that they understand what they are ministering to us. All the time. All the time we have to see it. All the time highly productive. All the time. Meaning that film stars should be able to finish. And I will feel that this is the time to make an altar call. Because a message has been preached. A message has been preached. So let's make an altar call now. From the message they have preached. But it comes from spirituality. Eh? Comes from spirituality. Comes spirituality. I'm really urging you out of diluted Christianity, because there is diluted Christianity. There is. You cannot tell me that I should accept something because we're in 2024. Don't talk like a fool. Don't argue like a fool. The Bible that was written how many centuries ago is the same Bible that we are. Help me that because 2024 you should accept it. Next time, what are you going to tell me? 2024, so we should accept fornication. Yeah, but you see the hypocrisy? You see the hypocrisy? See, you take fornication, ooh, but other things are okay. That's the hypocrisy. Why have you chosen some things and made some things more serious? And is it not the same God? Do we not serve one God? Why have you chosen some things and other things we should leave it? Because we are in 2024. Wow, it's dark. It's winter. <laughs> Things are different. Yeah. I used to see outside when I look out. Yeah. See, the seasons are changing. Uh, what, do you, what do you want to do as we, you are standing up? You want to pray and thank God for today, yes. That you will, be, you will be steadfast. Okay, pray now. You'll be steadfast. The Lord, help me. Give me the grace to be steadfast. I want to be a steadfast Christian. And be a steadfast Christian. Steadfast. Give me steadfastness to stay on course. Give me the ability to come on course and to stay on course, Lord. That ability. Pray. Everybody, the back. From the back. From the back. Catch on and pray. Start praying immediately. The Lord. I want to be steadfast. Help me to be steadfast. Help me, oh God, to be steadfast, Lord. Help me, Lord, to be steadfast. To stay on course. To stay on course. That the things of this world, the things of this world, will not drive me away and take me off course. Help me, Lord, to stay on course. Help me, Lord. 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 Help Help us, O God. To be steadfast. Steadfast. We know the winds. We know the storms. We know the waves. We know the seasons. But Lord, we pray for grace and strength to remain steadfast. 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 In Jesus' name.
Jesus' name. You know this great evangelist, Reinhard Bonnke. He was asked, what was the most difficult thing that he's experienced in the ministry? Because he was, in the, he was in the ministry for decades, for, I mean, for years. He was preaching till his death. I met him once in my life in Lagos, in a lift in Lagos. And he said, he has this huge fist. He said, let's deal fire for Jesus. I'm telling you, can't forget the fist. Deal fire for Jesus. He was asked, what's the most difficult thing for him he said he spends he has spent 70% of his energy to stay on course and 30% for what we saw that we're happy about for preaching is to stay on course to preach every day and all the time over the decades that Jesus is Lord to stay preaching Jesus 70% of his energy went into that he said it should tell you the battle to move you away from it. The battle to, you know, the battle to move away, to dilute verses and scriptures and the purity of Christianity. To say, oh, this doesn't matter. Oh, but this is okay. Oh, but this is like that. Oh, but, you know, that's the battle. That's the real battle for Christianity. To stay, to stay that Jesus is Lord. To stay with it. No, Jesus is Lord and there are some other lords that are okay. They don't, it doesn't spoil anything. The real battle is to stay a Christian. Just be a Christian. If you're an accountant, be an accountant who is a Christian. No, now you become greedy. You're adding other things, you know, so that, so that, so that you can pay off a house. So you can say, I have bought a house. That's your aim. That's your aim for Christianity. Your aim. Of winning souls, he says, seventy percent of his energy, as we see, has been to stay on course, to stay on course, just to stay on course, not to go to the left or go to the right, because the winds, the winds are strong, church. The winds are strong. When I say let's pray for steadfastness, you know, maybe I felt we don't understand what we are praying for. Yeah, felt we don't understand what we are praying for, but we will stay. I want to be a Christian. All I want is to be a Christian. It's like sometimes there are some of the weddings we attend. And then some of, some of these people will tell us, it's my uncle who said that we should bring this drink. It's my uncle who said that we should play this song. It's my uncle who said we should dress this way. It's my auntie who said we should wear these clothes and wear this. And you, you know. but, but, but what about you? This everybody listen to me. But what about you? What is your conviction? What about you? What is your conviction? If your uncle tells you to do something, that will take you to hell. So will you do it? Is that the conviction that you are bringing here? There's a strong battle to stay on course. Just to be a Christian. Just to be a Christian. To have a Christian relationship. To believe in Christian things. To, to be a person of faith. That your standards are Christian standards. Let's pray for ourselves that we'll be unmovable. Movable. Just for a couple of moments. Just pray. Oh, Lord, I want to be, I want, I want to be unmovable. 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 Pray for yourself now. Pray. Pray. Lord, I'll be, I want to be unmovable. No matter what I see. No matter what I hear. 
what I want to be, I experience. Lord, I want to be unmovable. Lord, make me unmovable. The stresses, the pressures, the demands of this life, but Lord, unmovable. I want to be unmovable, Lord. I want to be there on course, on course for the next 10 years. For the next 20 years, for the next 30 years, for the next 40 years, for the next 50 years. I want to believe in what I'm believing in, Lord. Believing in Jesus. Believing in God. Believing in the call of God. Ah, Lamadili bikaya badili bikashataya Falibasho tamdili milandili bikabari dalaba sibatosia Yeye 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 Pray that you be unmovable Grace to be unmovable Grace to be steadfast Grace to be unmovable Believing in God Remaining heaven bound Heaven bound Desiring to be heaven, to get to heaven. Desiring to take souls with you to heaven. Souls with you, souls with you, souls with you. Lives are changing because of you. Unmovable, 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 unmovable. That you become unmovable. Ah. let's pray that we will always abound in the work of the Lord. Always. That is, all the time will be highly effective. We want to pray that we don't backslide. We don't wane. We don't cool off. We don't cool off. We don't accept seasons of fruitlessness. Seasons of barrenness. That we don't accept it. We don't relax. We don't become complacent. Always abounding the work of the Lord. All the time, highly productive in the work of the Lord. Pray for yourself. The Lord, give me the grace of fruitfulness. Give me the grace of of a desire to always do more. Always wanting to do more. Always desiring to do more. No matter where I find myself. No matter where I am. No matter my circumstances. Always abounding. Always abounding. Always abounding. Always abounding. Ah, nali matashi patala baki patasaya. Haridi nili koshi patasaya. Ali matoli mitosi sastaya. Ali batini bi shandele bi kapasa. Ali bozi madei 
and say thank you to God you'll be steadfast you'll be unmovable you'll be always always highly effective in his house thank him thank him say thank you to God now say thank you to him just thank him just thank him just thank him give thanks with a grateful heart thank him thank him thank him for opportunity to serve him to work for him to stand in his house to serve him to work for him to work for him always thank him thank him that you be steadfast thank him that you be unmovable always abounding in his way always abounding in his way thank you father thank you father thank you father lord we thank you thank you for your grace thank you for your blessings thank you for your mercies thank you oh god have mercy on us. It's by your mercies that we are standing here, Lord. With even the slightest of opportunities to work for you, to be called your servants. We say thank you, Lord. We pray, our prayer this afternoon, Lord, is that keep us steadfast. Keep us unmovable. Cause us to always abound in your work. By the precious Holy Spirit, May we always be there serving you, productive, fruitful. Let that grace remain with us. Let that spirit of fruitfulness remain with us. 
let that burden and desire to please you and to work for you let it always be with us and be for us Lord thank you Father thank you for your help thank you for your great mercies in Jesus mighty name I pray and everybody said Amen every eye closed every head bowed I also want to pray for you specially still in prayer we are still praying I want to pray for you specially somebody invited you to church this this afternoon you came you came with a friend you came with somebody but deep in your heart you don't know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior maybe you have but you've lost that relationship with God you've lost it all today today the love of God is reaching out to you and he's saying come back my son come back my daughter I love you I care about you I care about you today you want to say that pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus I want to give my life to God I want a relationship with God I want a real relationship with God pastor please pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus I want to give my life to God while every eye is closed and every head is bowed you want to say pastor pray with me I want to give my life to God please lift up your right hand wherever you're standing just your right hand to say yes God bless you God bless you I can see your hands I can see your hands I can see your hands I believe others also want to join us God bless you I can see all your hands very quickly just your right hand keep it up keep it up I need God in my life I need Jesus in my life I want to come back to God I want to go back to God just your right hand and I'll pray with you lift up quickly let's pray lift up quickly and let's pray I want to pray with you I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front and I'll pray with you. Come out of your seat. Come. Come from anywhere, everywhere. Even if you didn't lift up your hand. But you want to come. Come now. Come now and come quickly. His grace will be in front repeat after me church help us as we say this prayer say heavenly father thank you for today I am a sinner I am sorry for all the bad things I've done please forgive me please have mercy on me I believe in Jesus I believe Jesus is alive I believe Jesus died for my sins and he rose up on the third day now say Lord Jesus please come into my heart please come into my life be the Lord of my life say Heavenly Father please write my name 
in the book of life thank you for choosing me thank you for loving me and thank you for saving me thank you for Jesus and thank you for my salvation today in Jesus name Amen Father I pray for them Lord I pray that by your precious Holy Spirit you keep them in the faith you'll be established in the faith may none of these lose their faith Lord may they grow stronger and stronger in you thank you for your blessing in Jesus name Amen God bless you can you see the lady here saying follow me if you could please do just that yes beautiful yeah take your communion Thank you for healing. Thank you for a blessing. And thank you for your help. Thank you, Lord, for your mighty grace that has found us and saved us. The body of Christ. Eat it. Lift your hands for your blessing. Yes. Lift your hands. Lift your hands for your blessing. 
May the blessing of the Lord rest upon your life from now. The Lord guide you by his guiding light and cause you to escape every curse in the name of Jesus. Whatever represents a curse, whatever represents a curse that you are about to step on on Tuesday, may your foot escape that curse in the name of Jesus. Whatever represents a curse for Thursday, you are escaping that curse. May a light shine on your path and may you see the right way. May you walk on the right way and be delivered from every kind of evil. The Lord bless you. The Lord, I said the Lord bless you. Can I hear your loudest amen? The Lord make his face shine on you. The Lord establish you. Uh, the Lord defend you. And the Lord fight for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. And everyone shouted, Amen. God bless you. God bless you. You may be seated. by this message for more information follow us on social media search for first love london on facebook and youtube and first love uk on twitter instagram and tiktok have a blessed week